up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. What's the largest tip? People, someone just texted that they've given a, uh, a $350 tip on something before. I wonder what that bill was. Wow. Were they drunk? Because sometimes people give big t- tips and they don't. They push a lot of zeros. Hook that girl up. Give her some more money. And then whatever. Um, I don't see any. Texas to 104.536, the largest tip you've ever given anybody. It's probably not this big. Um, somebody left a $3,000 tip. I think we may have done did this story back in the summer. Yeah. Um, there was a waitress in Pennsylvania who got a $3,000 tip on a bill for like only 13 bucks. And wow. of course she was confused and was like, what? What is this? But um, this happened in Scranton, Pennsylvania, home of Joe Biden, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, right. There, there you go. There, very good too. call. Very yeah. good call. Uh-huh. Scranton. So uh, $3,000 tip, $13. Great news for a waitress because she's like, yes, now I can pay these bills. Now I can get some things done. And the guy who left the tip shortly after leaving that large amount of money disputed the charge with his credit card company. Can you imagine? No. Yeah. And it caused a big mess because the 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 the, the restaurants actually give the person the cash. Mm-hmm. But once he disputes the charge, they're on the hook for the money. So they could either ask the employer to take the employee to give it back to them, which would be pretty cruel, right? Cool. Can yeah. can we have that three thousand dollars in cash back, which he's probably already spent and deposited? Yeah. Or they could either foot the bill themselves, and. Looks like they had to foot the bill. The reason he said he gave this uh, this credit card company, uh, or the reason why he asked for the tip back, yeah, is because he said the tip was something called tips for Jesus. I don't even know what that is. Like, what is that? He said that was the reason for leaving such a big tip, and I guess Jesus no longer wanted the tip, so he wanted to get the tip back. Wow. I don't know why. Wow, wow, wow. That's the reason. Yeah, this was supposed to be tips for Jesus. It wasn't supposed to be a, a, a real tip. So anyway, the woman did get the $3,000. She got to keep it. But Good. now the restaurant is suing him for the $3,000. Well, and then that's going to cost money. That's going to cost money. But I don't understand how the credit card company yeah. allowed him to dispute it yeah. when clearly he wrote it. He wrote yeah. $3,000 as right. a tip. The restaurant waited to right. make sure everything went through and everything right. was legit. And then that's when they gave the waitress the money. I hear what you're saying. On what on what basis is there a dispute? Right. Is it a mistake? Did someone write it for you? Yeah. Like, what is this? It's like, no, I wrote it myself. But I want it back. (laughs) Yeah. I did it on purpose. It was supposed to be a tip for Jesus. She's not Jesus. I need my money back. I have no (laughs) idea. I don't know. I don't know why. But here's the thing, too. I'm thinking, did you just get your bill and check your bill now? Because, you know, it comes like a month and a a bit later. And you just realize that you, you, you maybe put the wrong number in. I don't know. I don't know. No, he hand wrote the yeah. thousand. Yeah, yeah. 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 so what you know you get that from the bank when you write it when you write it. Yeah. Oh, like I know. I know. I, I don't know. My I don't try to understand. What how kind of coffee work? do they serve at that <laughs> restaurant? That's what I want to know. Um, not <laughs> the shot. I want to know. Was he trying well, to talk her up? Th- a little bit? That's a strong coffee. Yeah. So I don't know. Be careful when you're writing those tips. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. What are you wearing to work? Are you wearing fishnet stockings? Or are you wearing a mini? Where am I going? Are you wearing a crop top? What? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
That is probably not very likely, but it may depend on the generation you're part of. Gen Z's have started a, a hashtag on TikTok called work outfits, hashtag work outfits. And when you click this work outfits hashtag, you will see people wearing all these outfits that you might not think are work outfits, but they are saying that they want to wear these outfits to work. Take a listen to what one TikToker said, and their video has gotten over 200,000 likes. Listen. Today, I woke up in this yellow tank top, and it made me really happy because yellow makes me happy. And then I remembered that I had this lingerie set from Savage Fancy, and I instantly put it on. Now, to keep it on theme, I grabbed this vintage DG set I thrifted for like $10. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little scared when I first got these socks because I thought maybe I would look like a minion. I put these loafers on to look like a young, sophisticated woman. And I swear, if I had a corporate job, this is how I would go dress to work. Like, who's gonna stop me? Well, if I had a corporate job, <laughs> is the key phrase. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there. you know. The likelihood of that is probably if very low based job, on what you're saying. I would wear this. I don't think you would. Now, I just Googled the Savage Fenty, which is Rihanna's uh, collection. The Savage yeah. Fenty yellow set. Yeah. Um, It's essentially something I'd want worn in the bedroom. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm looking at. This is not what you wear to work. Let me see. Let me see. I'm uh, over. Take a look at it. This is bedroom wear. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everything. 12-year-old. You know. <laughs> so, um, but it's a growing movement of people saying that this is what they want to wear to work. They want to wear club gear. They want to wear club attire like they're out at a nightclub on Queen West. Yeah. Or, you know, somewhere okay. where lights are blaring. They want to be at Luxie or... <laughs> or cabana they went to wear that straight from the club straight to work okay so here oh see because when on my tv side when we do fashion uh-huh. before the pandemic uh-huh. we'd say okay we're going to give you an outfit that you can wear to work and then with just a couple of minor changes you can go out for dinner now what you're saying is i'm wearing it to the club and then walking into work and walking right into work wow. smelling like Smelling like liquor and cigarettes, and <laughs> 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 looking like you just walked out of the so, club. So uh, yeah. yeah. So all right. Uh, if she had a corporate job. But the question is. Yeah. The question is, and I, I think the, uh, there may be an obvious answer, but <laughs> are workplace dress codes outdated? Like, is it time to get, get rid of out dress codes at work? I mean, if I can do the job, complete the job, maybe exceed expectations, does what I'm wearing even matter? Hmm. I'm one for like I throw wrecking balls through traditions. I just want to I just want to kick them all down to the ground. Traditions. See, I look at comfort. Yeah. How long does it take me to take this outfit off because I got to pee so badly? <laughs> exactly. That's what I look. I look at comfort, comfort and yes. you know, getting to the bathroom on time. That's why jumpsuits are not my thing. I think about um, what makes me feel like me. I want to wear something where I don't have to feel like I have to act the part of what I'm wearing. Right. If I feel like me, then I could do my job the best. Well, you know in the radio business. Yeah. Untraditional job, though. Very untraditional. And yeah. and on the TV side of things, my producers, I mean, they wear clothes that they have to pick up stuff and do whatever. But they 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 wear what they want to wear. There's no, there's no, it's just kind of a thing. Everyone is so individual up there. They wear very unique things, some of them, and some of them are very, I don't know. Right. What am I trying to say? Uh, pretty, not corporate, but, you know, classic. I got you. I, I, I just wonder about this stuff because, I mean, if you're walking up the stairs and you got, who you know, things not on, uh, that's a little dicey. I, I could see that. Turn up. Marilyn.
Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. There's so many little scams going on on our phones and on email. Has anyone figured out what those phone calls are yet? I get this phone call every day or so, and it's someone speaking some language. I don't even know what language this is. It sounds like some language from Asia or something. I don't know what language it is. And I just get the call from like an 855 number, and this yeah. is like the talking. I'm just like, I was like, I don't know what this is saying. And then I hang up. What is that? Do you know what that is? I, I don't know what that is. I can't be the only one who's getting that call. It's a two-parter. You got it? It's a two-parter. And then I wait to see if they're going to say anything to me, if they like put me into an operator nothing. And then they say something else, and it's it. And then they hang up on me. I went, wow, that was rude. I don't have a clue what they're saying. Has anyone gotten this call? And do you understand what they're saying? We'd like to know. I would love for someone to dig, to crack that code. Have Have you gotten that call yet, producer Simone? You've gotten that call? It's Azalea, have you? Never gotten it. I don't have, I don't answer phone, phone calls <laughs> right. that I don't know. Yeah, but Or some, people that I do know. I don't but, answer the phone. But, you know, sometimes, <laughs> okay, here's how clever they are. Okay. They send something in an area code that we're familiar with. Yeah. So and you then, think it's someone you may know. That's why it's called, I pick it that, up. That's called spoofing. So you can get an app that, all right, if I were to call your phone, yeah. I could spoof my number and make my number look like any number, mm-hmm. really. Any area code, any first three digits, and I could just essentially call you with a fake-looking number on the caller ID. Okay. Yeah. Spoofing. I don't, but this this particular phone call I get every day. Yeah. It's someone calling me from one of those 855 or 8. It looks like a toll-free number. And then I'm just like, what is this call? And they're speaking in some language I've never heard before. And if, if even if I don't answer, they leave a, a voicemail. They do? Yes. Oh, I'm they're like, oh. I'm like, what is this? Oh, that's true. They do. If you don't pick it up, they leave you a voicemail. They're, yeah, and right, I'm trying right. to figure out what this is yeah. about. I'm trying to figure out what the, the thing is because they're trying to get everyone wants money, right? Yeah. Can we put a translator on that, though? Like, if you. if you. That's a good idea. I might run that through a Google Translate. Look at me. And Look see what it me. is. Coming Thank you for the good idea. idea. I, I like that idea. I well, I suspect it's a scam. Yeah. And uh, it's one of many scams that we're subject to these days. Listen to this. Um, your personal information on the dark web uh-huh. is worth about $1,000 a piece. So if someone gets your personal information and they sell it to somebody else and they have a stack of numbers, they can get about $1,000 per person on those numbers. Um, like bank logins. This is weird to me that a bank login to these pirates is worth only about $50 a piece. Credit card details sell for anywhere between in the teens of dollars, like 15, 16 bucks to $120, excuse me. But personal information, like your SIN number, those those things, yeah, $1,000. That's why it's so lucrative to get all this information. Isn't there a famous person in trouble for, for selling their phone list or something like that? Is yeah, that I saw an thing? article recently, Kim Kardashian and Scott Disick, uh. they are being sued for doing a contest on Instagram. Um, to give away a bunch of brand name things, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, all these things. And when people sign up to win that, mm-hmm. apparently, allegedly, they sold that list of people's information. Wow. wow. That's not good. Let me tell you about my story with the Canadian government. I'll make sure. it quick because they might cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> the CRA is the Canadian Revenue Agency, and I'm applying for a business um, you know, account. Okay. Normal, normal. So I'm going through all the things. I'm answering all the things. I'm doing the things. And it says, okay, put in your password. And I went, well, that's the point. I don't have a password because I'm tr- starting this now. Yeah. Somebody 
took over my account. Oh wow, really? To get Serb. And they and they and worded. And they started an account in your name? Something like that. Wow. And so what happened was during the pandemic, in March of 2020, they found some people that used to work for the CRA, yeah. still under investigation, a good number of them took people's names so they could use that as an account trying to get money with Serb. Really? So- Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Here are some phrases that sound really, really defeatist and things you should probably stop saying if you want to have a more confident uh, appearance to people or just even feel more confident in your own head. You know, they do say that thoughts become things, and the more you say certain things, it becomes your mindset. For example, if you say, I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. When you say a, a phrase like, I have to go to work, it means like, it, it almost sounds like you're being made to go to work or an that you're obligation. going, an obligation yeah. or you're going against your will. <laughs> I mean, realistically, we've all chosen our jobs, so we're That's not right. really against your will. It's just hard to leave the bed. I understand. Yeah. Try saying this instead. I get to go to work. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It doesn't even sound different, it, you know. Yeah. And the more you say that, the more you realize the the uh, the place of privilege and and also uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, purpose? No. Purpose and just it's just like uh, it, it's great to have a job. You know it's what I mean? Great to have a job. Great job. Having a job is better than not. Yeah. So if you want to be a more positive sounding person, instead of saying I have to go to work, yeah. say I get to go to work. But what if I can't do that? If you can't do that. You want to change that because saying I can't do that is almost like admitting defeat. Mm-hmm. Um, say I can try to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like think of an activity that you've never done before. Let's say uh, have you ever bungee jumped? No. No. Right. So instead of saying I can't bungee jump, you say I can try to bungee jump. But I'm not going to. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Part two. Fine. Now, here's a word that I was told to eliminate from my vocabulary. Okay. And the word is should. Yeah. Like, you know, I should do that. I should uh, remove should from my vocabulary. Okay. So should is a controlling word that puts pressure on us. Dropping the should, it it would be better to say, I will do that. I will do that. Uh, I won't do that. My high school English teacher used to say, don't should all over yourself. Yeah. I don't know where the word came from, and I know in <laughs> it's, therapy, it's a stupid word. I lo- it's just stupid because it's so uh, it's negative it, to me. It's, I should should is yeah. almost like it's de- it's another defeatist word. Yeah, you know what I mean. Brian I, McKnight shoulda woulda coulda. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, right? that was, okay. Then that case it worked. But could have would have didn't. <laughs> right, shoulda woulda coulda, but you didn't. Yeah, like, right. Right. So should. Yeah, you that's a word that like you get you, out. You you shouldn't wear that. Or my mother would change it. You might not want to wear that mm-hmm. as you're walking out the door. <laughs> okay. How about this word? Yeah. I failed. I failed at blank. I failed at this. They say that you should instead say that attempt didn't work. The attempt at dating didn't work. The attempt at that marriage didn't work. Or, well, that didn't work. Right. That didn't work. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This is a one word change. Change the it changes the tone, doesn't it? All right. Yeah. Uh, One more for you. Go, yeah, let's do it. Um, I never should have blank. Rather than say that, you say, because I did blank, I know now. I now know X Y Z. Like, yeah. I now know that. You get you know what I'm saying? It's just taking the defeat out of things. Right. And when your little one says it's not fair, 
you're gonna hear that a lot. Yeah. Be, just say, well, you have to deal with it anyway. Okay. So deal with it. I'm, so when something is not fair, I'll have, have to, to deal, deal with, with it that anyway. I have to deal with it anyway. So yeah. I, I'm gonna stop saying life isn't fair. <laughs> what I've been using. Do you life, do that? Life, yeah. You know what, pro- kid? Life isn't fair. It's probably not the best way to do that. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Speaking of about damn time, it is time to cancel email. We should be done with it. Wait, wait a minute. I think you did that already. Uh-huh. I'm ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> Let me ask you all the question. You listening to the show. Text right now your number. Um, how many emails do you think the average person in North America receives per day? You, how many emails do you receive per day? Text the number to 104536. What would your guess for your number be? How oh, many probably uh, 50. 50 emails? Yeah. Azalea, how many emails do you think you receive daily? I'm going to say somewhere around that 50, 60 mark as well, okay. between work, emails, and personal. Producer right. Simone, how many? Oh, you get a lot of emails. Uh, I'm going to go with 75, 80. 75, 80. Okay, let me see what the t- people are texting. Someone texted 60, another person said 75, another person said 35. Okay, you're all way underbidding. The average person receives per day in 2022 100 emails. That's average. What? We're below that's a, average. That's a, that makes me happy. No, you guessed no, you guess below average. Yeah, yeah, you're getting 100 emails. Yeah, yeah. Like Let's put it this way. Uh, if you have like a Gmail or something like that, right? I do. Or, I'm adding both. Exactly. So uh-huh. you've got your your work email. Yeah. You've got your Gmail. Then when yeah. you go in that Gmail, you've got the promotions folder. You've got the spam folder. Mm. In all those folders, you're getting email to that every single day. You might not be reading them, but you're getting them. So then I am about 100. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. So. I am about 100. I don't 100. pay attention. To I, was t- I was thinking about Gmail and, 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 and my Bell Media account. Yeah. But then I forgot about that other stuff. Yeah, you're getting so over a hundred emails a day. So I'm kind of like you. I'm not reading most of them. No one's reading these emails. We're all <laughs> Out of the fifty that I said, this I'm not the, reading fifty. This is the point. Okay, so it's junk. And that and the other stuff is the promotional stuff that you get too, right? On Gmail, the promotional, not just the primary. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. So how do you? Let me ask you. I'm yeah. Going to interview you now. Sure. How do you navigate the email in that yeah. you work for a company? Uh huh. And, and and you can't say, well, I didn't get that message because you have your email. So how do you navigate that? I don't. I just go, whatever. <laughs> if the world doesn't fall around, around me, it's a good day. <laughs> so you count on other people to read the email. No, truthfully, I do a scan. What I do daily, when I open up my email box, I look at the day. Like, so today's Friday. Sure. I look at every day. I look at all the emails that say Friday on it. Yeah. And I'll just look at names that mean something to me. Like, I'll look at, you know, people who, like, I see Azalea. I got to read something from Azalea. If I see a Marilyn email, see a Heidi email, a Simone, yeah. if it has a name that means something to me, I yeah. got to read it. And then I do another scan of subject lines. If it looks like subject lines that are like, what do you look like? Uh, invitation. Invitation. Or just, you know those subject lines that look they were spit out by, like, yeah, a yeah, mass yeah, yeah, spam? Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah. that doesn't matter to me. So it if it looks like a personalized subject line to me, then I open the email. What about your Gmail? How do you do that? Oh, that's tough. I'm bad because, you know, that's friends, family. Bills. Uh, bills. Right. So right. when I open Gmail, the biggest priority for me is bills. Um, my family doesn't really email me. They know okay. better. Okay. Um, and mostly bills and things that I have to be kind of like time sensitive yeah. accountability to. I look for invoices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you do? 
I do the same thing. I do. I do. I mean, I read all my emails from 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 Bell because uh, that's just what I do. Gmail. I look for invoices first. I go. I cannot miss that. And I'm usually on it maybe twice a day just to check on it. But I, it's also how often do you check on that stuff? Yeah. I mean, you could be just locked and, and, and tethered to your phone, and I don't want to be. It's it's really a uh, an, an anxiety point for a lot of people. Yeah, but it's know? good. It's good when you learn how to. This is why I was curious. When you learn how to navigate it, yeah, you can manage it better. I that's a good management. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum one zero four five. You hear about the TikTok update that may be coming? Apparently. TikTok wants to get in on the subscription-based uh, income stream, so they might be doing a version of OnlyFans. Can you tell me what OnlyFans is all about, Jamar? Well, um, and- OnlyFans, okay, let's put it this way. You have yeah. people that follow you yeah. on social media, mm-hmm. and they love you. You know, They like seeing everything you do, but there are other things that you do that you don't necessarily share on your Instagram because uh, you know it's a little private. Yeah. If you're into uh, maybe sharing those things with people, you can make a little money for it by opening up an OnlyFans. And then this is the premium content, the premium Marilyn looks, the premium Marilyn takes, the premium Marilyn outfits or not outfits. Oh. <laughs> oh. If anyone is willing to pay, they could see more Marilyn if they are only a fan. This is only for fans. I got you. And this understand? is... Adults only, <laughs> and it's live broadcasting, oh. so it's kind of a well. Well, let's put it this way: yes, to your point, it's gotten very spun into the adult realm. But when OnlyFans started, they were trying to say that they were just you know premium content. Premium right. content. Right. This is for this is the content that's worth paying for. Mm-hmm. Of course, being the world that we are, yes, we called that nudies. <laughs> that's where that's where it went. So um looks like TikTok wants to uh, compete with OnlyFans and do something similar. Um, they are launching an adults only live broadcasting option. How about that? Wow. Adult TikTok. Wow. <laughs> I just thought of a good name for it. I'll tell you on my OnlyFans. I know, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> Instagram is doing that. Too. Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got right, it. Right, right, right. I got it. Uh so they're trying to Get in on the goods. Yeah, I mean, um, gosh, the, listen, I TikTok clearly knows what I'm into because when I open up TikTok and I go to the um, like the 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 explore part of TikTok, mm-hmm. it's serving me just half naked girls. It's like, oh my that's, goodness, that's all it serves me. I'm well, it's like, giving you things that you do? interact with. Yes. But that, yes. I, is that what I'm interacting with? You just, you just put yourself on blast. Oh, you yeah, know, you there did. it is. Because I only get Christmas things and really? food. So. Let, me, let me show you. send to you. Let right, sh- see? When I go to my TikTok, it's just girls dancing and stuff. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. Where are the bikini pictures? Nothing. Where are they? Okay. Are they All right. Oh, it's Meredith. Okay. We haven't seen a girl yet. Just, just. <laughs> right. Well, anyway. Um, this is what TikTok, TikTok is famous for all types of content, but there's a large segment of TikTokers that want to kind of flaunt what they got, flaunt the goods, and now they'll be able to get, make some money off of it. No, but I think it also... Guidelines, no nudity or pornography on this platform on TikTok. Right. I think also it's important for people who want to have more of a mature approach to comedy that they can... Blue comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be sexual in any way, but it could just be more mature than the average TikToker. Here they come. There they go. Oh Lord. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's coming. That's coming. Um. You know, 
I think it was only a matter of time because OnlyFans got really popular and people made a lot of money on it. Just thing. recently, too. Like, yeah, not extra... not too long ago. Yeah. And well, Instagram's doing the... it, too. Yeah. So you're going to see people, and it's going to show up in your notifications. It's going to say blank, whoever the person is, has now, like, you can now subscribe to their content for a paid amount. Well, what does a girl have to do to make extra money? Uh, there I are, know what to do. There are options All right. <laughs> if you're into it. Show your feet. Your what? Feet. Your feet. 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 Oh, feet. the uh, no, yeah, oh. that's premium content too. Well, <laughs> one day I'll tell you the story about a guy that wrote to uh, City Line and talked about feet. Oh Weird. my goodness! Weird. Okay. It's a real thing out there. It is. <laughs> well, there's more than one ways to uh, make a buck. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Listen, eventually we'll all have to meet our maker. We will all have to take that uh, that ride, <laughs> that dirt sleep, if they, if you, if you will. You might be going up in a beautiful heavenly elevator, or you might be going down the escalator to hell. But w- either way, you got to meet your maker. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, what will be your last impressions on the world? Well, a grandmother has gotten the last laugh. Her granddaughter shared on Twitter <laughs> a picture. <laughs> Basically, grandma's getting, uh, you know, they're having the ceremony, they're having the, yeah. the service, yeah. and everybody that walked into the service received a card from the grandmother. Oh. On the card, when when opened up, it's a picture of grandma sticking her tongue out at the camera, <laughs> and a message underneath. The message says, let's keep in touch. <laughs> Under that, there's a picture of a Ouija board. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. She's gone viral. In uh, in the afterlife, very much so. But that's really interesting. I thought each of the people that got this envelope had different messages, but no, that wasn't it. It was just like us. I'll be talking. We'll chat later. Yes. So uh, got the last laugh. Eighty-one-year-old Jody Perryman. Yeah. Uh, in her obituary is now being known for her quick wit, her creativity, and her clever sense of humor. This would this would track. Based on this card that everyone's received at her funeral. Have you ever done a Ouija board, Jamar? I have done a Ouija board. And what are your thoughts on that? There's always somebody that's moving it. Yeah. I, 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 you know, some people say they've done it and they've gotten messages and they've talked to people and they've contacted other. I think there's always somebody in that group who's giving it a little push. If everyone could just commit to not pushing it, then we'd get the truth. But yeah. the group I'm with will never get the truth. Yeah. So I don't know. Have you done a Ouija board? I did it when it was like in grade seven. And I know my friend Lisa was moving. Oh, the letters. I'm like, okay, I know what you're doing. There was a candle. There was about five of us. I'm like, I could feel that she was definitely moving it because she wanted to get the answer she wanted to get. But I haven't done it as an adult. I don't know. I, I you know, I, I kind of, I'm with you on that. People move it. I don't mess with that. We're not messing with the Ouija boards. No. Uh, uh, you, you, no. Think, you, think <laughs> some, you think there's some truth to it? I don't. I didn't even want to find out. So, so you're not like a tarot card person either, are you? No. Okay. None of those things. None of the above. <laughs> Jamar and I are. We like uh, it. I do it just to, you know, just to prove it wrong. I don't believe in that stuff. But you want to know about it. I'd like to know. <laughs> but I don't believe in it. But if it's... Okay. Well, maybe something to think about for your last days, you know? <laughs> send send the, the captive audience a, a very funny message. That's one way to do it. Yeah. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. What kind of nail polish do you uh, wear regularly? It's uh it's like called it's called ballerina flat. 
So it's like a light pink. The nail polish names always have such creative yeah. names. I used to wear pistol pack and pink. Pistol pack and pink and ballerina flat. And then I used to wear a red one called I'm Not Really a wait- Waitress. Whatever happened to that one? Um, Why I, used to? Uh, used to because uh, I like it better on the toes than I do on my hands because nail polish for me chips a lot. And oh, when yeah. I'm pointing to things on the Maryland Dennis show, I want to have nice hands. Mm. So with a lighter color, you don't see the you chips. You don't see the chips. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to go back to that red. Why? Um, because there's a big conversation about red nail polish and what actually is happening. A lot of women are saying that they notice that they get more attention. Do you wear red nail polish, Azalea? When you- I do not. Okay. Mine is called Funny Bunny, and that's what I wear all year round except for two weeks in December, which is when I go red, which is candy apple red is what it's called. Candy uh, apple red. Okay. okay. Well, Anybody who wears nail polish, let us know. Text if you notice that you get more attention when you wear a red nail polish. Because there's a discussion that's going on on social media. Yeah, from men. That red nail polish apparently really, really gets guys going. Yeah. Um, And there's some theories. A TikToker went viral with her theory. Take a listen. In the 90s when we were growing up, women had red nails a lot. Especially like our moms. I weirdly think guys are attracted to red nails because it reminds them of their moms when they were growing up taking care of them. Or like some sort of mommy issue with it. <laughs> mommy issue. What? Like a uh, okay. Oedipus complex, I think she's talking about. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't I, know if I, that's true. I'll tell you, when I, was, when I was growing up, my dad said to me, don't you ever wear red nail polish because that's what prostitutes wear. Oh. And then I talked to, <laughs> I talked to Dolly Parton. I said, you know, you you know, you with the big hair and the, the nails and everything. She said, yeah, I really admired how the prostitutes dressed in my in my hometown. So I wanted to look like them because they always look so pretty. Take that, Dad. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, what do you think of red nail polish? Is it is it? I don't think. It's it's funny it's- enough, my mom always wore a bright red nail polish. Is that and red lipstick? Um, Mommy issues? No, just kidding. No, not <laughs> well, not that I can cite at the, at the moment. I don't think they're mummy issues. I think it's a memory of your mom. Like your mom, like that she's a you know class act. Well, here's what the science says. Okay. And I remember this in science class. They said that animals in the wild, specifically mammals, when they're trying to show fertility and show that they are ready to get things going, yeah, they'll display the red parts of the body, like baboons. The baboons... Yeah. And that red backside. Right on. That really gets the guys. <laughs> that really gets them going. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> Ting soon start. You know, okay. like when they see that red backside. Right, uh, right. A lot of a- animals will display the redder parts of the, uh, the more, you know the word I'm looking for, yeah, sexual parts of the body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it could be possibly a correlation there that red shows blood flow and life and it just really makes you feel like wow okay maybe that's what it is so who knows uh why don't you give it a try uh wear some red nail polish or red lipstick or even those red shoes that everyone's wearing the red bottoms see if uh oh you have better luck the christian laputin there it is there it is there's something about the color red okay all right the lady in red Lady in Red. Is that the, uh, there's a movie, right? Yeah, Lady in Red, and there was a Christa Christa Burge, the Lady yeah, in the, Red, the, yeah. The, okay. That wasn't about his wife, everybody. That was about his mistress, just so you know. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So do not play that song anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Here we go. Give you a couple more airport hacks. Things that can make your trip a little more enjoyable, less yeah. stressful. Check this one out. I never thought about this. 
when you go to the security line, yeah. right, you know, when you get through, how do I describe this? After you drop your, your bags off at baggage and it goes off to the, the baggage carousel, then right. you get to security and then you yeah. have to choose a lane. Yeah. According to what I'm reading, they say, turn left. Why? Turn left. Because you know how you have a bunch of security lanes to choose from? Yeah. They say most people are right-handed, so they automatically go to one of the right ah. ones. So when they come through that first little door and yeah. you have your choice of security lanes, everyone goes, oh, I'm going to go to the right. And those are usually the longer lanes. Yeah. They say fewer people choose the left one because we're just kind of like right-dominant people. Yeah. And I always pick the wrong lane. Yeah, right. Even at the grocery store. Of course. But when you think about it, like, when I just think about Pearson, there's that first security lane on the left-hand side, like, right by the wall between the baggage carousel and security. Mm -hmm. I never use that one. That's the one you need to use. That's the one. That's That's what you're going to do next time. This is a great one about putting an extra pair of socks on your carry-on because you got to take your shoes off. Yeah. And you want to... I'm always amazed when I see people barefoot. Oh. oh. I'm like, whoa. I wouldn't like that at all. I'm like, what? No way. Like... All the things. Yeah. All, all the things. All the things that people bring from other places and that have been there for Are now years. on your souls. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the right. roller bag. The, the, let's talk about that with, with your carry-on. What do you do? You know what? Um, I remember when those roller bags, you know, the evolution of rolling suitcases. At first, it was the one that you kind of dragged behind you and yeah. sat on an angle on the yeah, two wheels. Yeah, only two wheels. Yeah. Right. And at some point... They switched the bags to the four-wheel bags that sit upright, and they looked goofy to me. Yeah. But the reality is they are actually They're easier good. to roll because you're not you're not really supporting any of the weight of the bag. You're just pushing it along. Right, and then you can slide something over that on the handle. Yes. So you're not carrying anything on your shoulder. 100%. And that's what people take, by the way, for their holiday, and that's it. And that's it. And then they come onto the plane, and they put everything... At the beginning of the plane, so when they leave the plane, yep. they grab their stuff and then go out. And there it is. That's why you line up as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. So you have the opportunity to at least use your little bunkie right. over, over top your, your, your When your they seat. call your aisle number. When they call your aisle number. When they call your aisle number. Well, sometimes. Because that drives me nuts. I know. <laughs> Everyone just pops up like, yeah. ah. Right. So like, I know. Ah. I know. It's Are you not number one, one or right two? Now. Number three. 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 Yeah, I know. Zone. That's you. the word I was looking for. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, so, yes. Try to opt for one of those uh, roller bags, the upright right. ones, um, so you could at least save yourself some some shoulder and back pressure. Yeah, yeah. Don't buy those airport snacks. Sorry. Sorry, Hudson and all those other companies. But it's too expensive. And also, uh, a battery pack, according to what we're reading here, if you use a battery pack... Rather than um, bringing separate chargers for all the different gadgets, if you get a battery pack that can power everything, yeah, then you uh, you know you save yourself a little uh, a little heartache. Okay, you know why have to have like five different chargers for the iPad, the phone, oh, the this, gotcha. the that? Yeah, get yeah, a battery yeah. pack that can yeah. charge all of them. They sell a lot of those now. All right. Have okay, we're helping you get through uh, the whole uh, what is it? The whole journey to get to the journey. Yep. Yeah. Happy traveling. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Travel season with the family. And, you know, one layer of difficulty when traveling with your your entire family is the kids. That's right. Younger kids present an issue because you got to keep them busy all the time. And right. you got to keep them fed. Yeah, you do have to feed them. And uh, you got to make sure that they're not making noise on the flight. They're not running around the terminal. You know, they're, they're safe, not, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But then when you talk about teens and tweens, it's a different layer because they're like little little adults. They are. They have their own opinions. You can't just tell them to sit down. You can't just tell them to, you know, don't talk. And they have their own opinions. Yeah. I don't want to do this. That's exactly. And they're also not used to public places the way we are. That's funny. Like how they conduct themselves on an airplane. Right, 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 right. right. So we, we, we as parents have to not we, – we, we, we do not sleep. We go, no, sh- sit down, watch the movie, do whatever. It's, Mom, this is lame. I know. <laughs> what are we going to get there? I don't want to eat this. This is nasty. Can I get a pizza? <laughs> Waiter's looking at you like, we don't serve pizza here. Or this is all you get on the plane there. But this is this is so boring. Well, I paid 40 bucks per person for this excursion. We're doing it. Get me off this tour bus. You know, like yeah. it's all of those things. So when you're traveling with your teen and your tween for the holiday season, how do you get through that? I mean, was yeah. your teen tween at the time, was he a, a tough traveler? Was he was yeah. he complaining? Nah, you know when he was complaining when he was like in grade nine and ten. Yeah. And then we took this mother and son trip probably when he was in his mid twenties. Yeah. And he did all the driving control, whatever. Nice, we nice. Through Montana, Idaho, Washington State, he drove the whole way. It was fun. We had some good times. We could drink together. Okay. That helped at the end of the long trip day. Nice. But I will tell you that it, you know, uh, you know, it's hard because you, the kids are also on vacation. Yeah. And we, we never stopped parenting. I remember dumping my parents, which was the wrong thing to do, <laughs> at 14 years of age. Uh-huh. I'm in the backseat of the car. I'm in the middle of Alberta, Nowhereville. And I announced to both of my parents, it's over between the three of us. <laughs> I am never, this is my last vacation I'm going to take with you. Right. Because this is not going to work. Because I couldn't do what I wanted to do even in the car. And that was like read a magazine. And think about it now with all the screens. You gotta let them have a vacation. Yeah. Get loosen up a well, little bit. You've already nailed one of the yeah. first ways to yeah. do this on the list. Ways to travel and survive with your tween involved. Yeah. Involve them in the planning. Yeah. You know, you let him drive. You let yes. him kind of be part of the uh, the navigator or the navigation system. And they'll learn something, but don't tell them they're learning something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Right. Involve them in the planning. Yeah. Um, you keep your kid's idea of a good time in mind when you're planning the vacation. Like, really think about what makes them tick. Are yeah. they action people? Do they like culture? Do they like music? Do they want to see other kids? Yeah. Uh, you know, and make sure you keep what they like in, involved. Give them some independence. You know, like it or not, at some point your kids have very little in common with you parents. So at some point you got to let them do what they want to do. Do you remember when you were young, youngin', when you uh, when you, somebody gave you a, a job to do, you felt like <gasps> they have faith in me? Yeah. I love that feeling. That's when you, you show that at, at, on a vacation. Absolutely. That's really a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ease up on the screen time rules. That's it. Like, I could have read my magazine. Just leave me alone. Yeah, it, it's a magazine at the end of the day. Same That's deal. Right. Same or it's a book. It's a screen. It's yeah. just a screen. Right, right, right. And, you know, we're not in the regular setting, yeah. so... Yeah. They got to take a car ride with a screen attached to their face. Yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. Uh, also, snack, snack, snacks. Yes. Keep them eating. Make sure that you give them all the chips, all the fruit and veggies can be snacks too. And for crying out loud, when we're on the road on a vacation, can you pick a hotel with a pool? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> That's all I'm That's asking. That's a good one. Make sure the accommodations are appropriate for right. the age. Yeah. All right. Cool. Happy good luck. traveling. Yeah, yeah. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. I got a couple more years. Yes. He's still nice. I got a while to go before he becomes that guy. Turn up Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. This is a funny question for uh, anyone who's a parent. Um, what age 
do you think that your kids should start paying their own way on vacation? Like, pay for their plane ticket. They should be paying for their room. They should be paying for their the, the resort, their excursions, their drinks. Like, when? What age is that? You could text us at 104536. When was the last time you even went on vacation with your son? Look at me. I'm looking at you. Can't, you. Cannot remember? Uh, I'm probably a long time ago. 20. Shoot. 20, 2013. 2013. It was a road trip. We went to Montana, Calgary, Washington State. Fun. And it left, drove. you left from here, obviously? Or we you left, yeah, we flew to Tron- We flew from Toronto to Calgary. Okay. And then we took a road trip through beautiful Montana, Idaho, northern Idaho, Washington. Came up through BC and did that. Because I figured it was kind of based on guilt trip, you know, with Barbara Streisand and, uh, um, uh, and, and Seth Rogen. And I said, what a great idea for a trip. <laughs> but, I mean, I paid for stuff because he was just starting out on university, right? So Okay. okay. I mean, maybe, that, that was my next question yeah, because I'm thinking about rest stops. I'm thinking about yeah. dinners and all that stuff. And, like, yeah. who's reaching for the credit card yeah, at me. that? You. Okay. Me. But that was the last trip we took together. Wow. And I kind of knew that because who wants to spend, like, you know, seven days with your mom? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, in right. theory, it sounds great. Yeah. In, in practice, it's a little hard. Everything <laughs> went well. No arguments happened. We saw some awesome things. But I thought, th- I just wanted to capture this one more time before it's over. Yeah. Because when us, as the kids, don't pay with money, we're paying with our mental health. There it is. We're paying with paying? nerve cells. Paying oh. Our... oh, gosh. We're paying with Patience neurons. And... Yeah. Patience. <laughs> You it's know, the, you know when it was over for me. Yeah. When it's over, I you know, I I really love it when people say, "Oh, we're going with uh, my parents," and they're like 35, 40 year old people, and they're going to you know Mexico for Christmas and stuff. Like the whole family's going. I'm thinking that would have never happened in the Dennis family. I checked out at 14. I said to my parents, "Look, it's been fun." But I don't want to go on vacation with you anymore. Yeah. Money or no money. Yeah. So I know what you mean by the mental health and the nerves. Right. So it's a it's an interesting kind of dynamic. I think I think you know twenty years old you should start paying for yourself. You want to come on this trip? We might provide you with a couple of things, but you need to you, you need to you know bring some money. You know, just like uh, contribute a little bit. Don't Absolutely. You? Otherwise, it's a free ride. It's not a vacation. Some families that's actually very common though. Yeah, I know. You know. Dad takes out the black card, and then all of a sudden, he's swipe, 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 swipe. Try to keep the family together. I get that. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been awful for us. What about you? What do you think? You know what? When I got to university, after I left home, yeah, um, and we go on vacations. You know, at that point, I was dating. Yeah, and I'd be, you know, you to, miss the girl. Well, to impress, to impress the girl, I'd be oh. like, hey, you should come on this vacation with me and my family. My mom was not paying for that, <laughs> so I had to pay. <laughs> like, so I had to pay. Oh, okay. I had to pay for mine. Okay. And I had to pay for hers. I and see. That's how that worked, and that's when I realized it was time to, you know. Yeah. I'm now swiping. That's a good the debit one. card. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Point. Sure. But um, you know, you tell us what age that is. Text one zero four five three six. What age do you think kids need to start paying for their own vacation accommodations, plane tickets, the whole and, thing, and the whole uh, the whole journey? Yeah. Yeah. Turn up Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Last vacation I went on with my mom. Yeah. I took her for somewhat of a, like a family reunion to Jamaica. And um, it was a good idea in theory. It was yeah. cool. We had a good yeah. time. Yeah. But it's just like after a certain age, your lifestyles are so different that it gets strange. Like, for example, nighttime, 
you know, I'm back home in Jamaica. I'm like, I want to go party. I want to go check out like a street party, but I can't take her where I party, right? That's right. very crazy. But could you leave her where she is so you could go? Yeah, do it would that. just be weird because then I'm like leaving the house at like one in the morning and yeah. my mom's asleep and I'm coming home at like, you know, it's just like weird. On so two days later, <laughs> right? My yeah. point. So yeah. I took her to this. I said, here's a party I could find. I think this will be a good middle ground for us. Anyone from Jamaica? There's a part of Jamaica called Portmore. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's a place like they have all these like kind of outdoor clubs and bars and stuff. I was yeah. like, Mom, I think this one will be nice. They play some oldies music. You know, it's outdoor. There'll be a DJ. There'll be music, drinks. This might be a good compromise for the, our, our lifestyles. Yeah. So we go to this party, and we're there, and my mom's sitting in the chair, and I'm kind of up with a drink in my hand, you know, rocking, yeah. you know. Yeah, having a good time. And at one point, I look at my mom, and she's just like holding on to the, the, the arms of the chair. Why? She's scared. <laughs> and I'm just like, you okay? She's like, no, it's, it's time to go. <laughs> I'm just like, what's wrong? I'm like, she was just like yeah. starting to freak out the lights and the Too music. Much. It's doom, doom, doom. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah. I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay. And, and she started bugging out. So I just realized, like, we probably can't go to the same places anymore. You can't. Yeah. But interesting because I love the fact that you tried. I tried. I love that. That's, a good, a, good that's a good son because, no, that's off the list. <laughs> well, you know. You know what I'm saying? Certain things might yeah. not work, yeah. but I paid for that one, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, even better. I paid. And and she deserves the world because I, yes. owe, I owe her a ton. Yeah. But, you know, at what point do your parents stop paying for those trips? That's the question we're asking right now. <laughs> Would you, If you put an age on it, what age would, uh, would you say no more, you know, I'm not paying for the trip anymore. Now it's on you. Uh, well, I'll just go by what my parents did. It was 18. 18. Okay. 18. And at that point, are you living in the house or not living in the house? I'm, I'm not living in the house anymore. I'm uh-huh. at university, and I stay in in the state during the summer. I don't go home. I'm working in the radio. I'm working at a cafeteria. I'm working. And if I want to come home, he's not paying for a flight for me to come home. I I don't have a car, so they will come and visit me. And that's how it went. And you know what? It was all right. Okay. Because I, I got my independence on that one. But I do admire families that... We're going to Jamaica this Christmas, and we're going to bring everybody. I'm like, yeah, but do I have any control on that one? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, when you pay, you have the control. Yeah. You have all the say. Yeah. Ah, 18 for me. Azalea, the hearts are going Christmas vacation to Trinidad. Are you paying for your ticket, or is your dad paying the ticket? My dad would love to pay, but I would force myself to pay. Okay. I'd be like, no, I'm doing it. Okay. My dad would love to pay for it. When was the last year that that would have been the case? That he would not pay? Or, yeah, what would, what year would he have stopped paid, paying for you? When I stopped being his daughter. <laughs> yeah, there's no cutoff. There's Look no cutoff cut with him. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> My parents are like, get out of here. Some people say as soon as they get a job. <laughs> yeah. Text from Barry says as soon as they start working full time. Yeah. Um, another person says if I invite, then it's, uh, if I invite them, it's on my dime. If, if they invite, it's on theirs. So it depends on who's inviting. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you keep the nuclear family, that's fine. And then the, then the kids start dating other people, and then they get married with other people. And eh, it gets expensive. Yep. And you may not like that other person. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying for her. I'm not paying for her. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's what that was about. You know, about. kids, we're not going to do this anymore. But really, have a happy Christmas. Yep. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.